Welcome to the greatest tournament in the world. Ooh. This is the mortal combat of the we out here. I remember show. Let's go. Luke Baraka. <laughs> Goro. Raiden. Sub Zero. Scorpion. Chun Li. This is Derek Lewis. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to We Out Here MMA. Not podcast, but show, but now podcast. And guess what? That was a lot harder to do than I thought. I thought we were all going to list names on the beat, but Nick decided to wait 16 measures. So I apologize. What? I thought you were going to do all the names. I know. I'm like looking down and shit, all feeling it. I'm like, he's not saying anything, but I know he's going to catch on to the beat right now. And then well, you never <laughs> Guys, we have a wonderful show. I apologize for that terrible intro that we're actually reshooting right now. But guess what? This is life. We move on. We're going to have a great show today. We're going to talk about the Derek Lewis knockout. We're going to have some We Out Here MMA morning news. We're going to try a new segment that may or may not hit. But guess what? I think it hits. And also, we're going to answer some of your questions Later in the episode, don't forget, we're going to give you some quick pick picks with Lift God and Nick that year that are going to help you make the greatest bets in the world. So, guys, we out here, May. Let's go! Hey, it's it's like a secret menu item, bro. Like It's like bro, if you know, you know. Item. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, if you know, you know. That's gang you know, shit right you know, there. Baby. That's hey, gang you, shit. You, you want to also but know? That, that's that. Is not good marketing though. That's not good. Marketing. <laughs> yeah, hey, gang shit is not good marketing, but it is gang shit. People are like, hey, that's my, that's my whole career. We, where can we find this podcast? If you know, you know, motherfuckers. No, seriously, where can we find it? Where's the lick? If you know, you, you know, know, you know. And literally, that's how my career has been built. Is Guys, you, know, you, you want to know, know who knows? Is our fight cap recap? Oh, no shit. cap. And guys, oh, uh, Derek Lewis. Fought Curtis Derek Brunson Lewis. Derek Brunson Lewis fought Curtis. He got blades, blades. And guess what the mm. outcome was? It was an uppercut from hell. Fatality. It was a fatality. Mm. It was the Mortal Kombat trailer in Bro, uppercut th- format. That's that's the uppercut that you land in Mortal Kombat that makes him like fly up and go through all the, the floors <laughs> and land like, in those spikes, bro. It goes like, whoo-hoo. Hey, you know what's crazy about all this too? Curtis Blades walked out to the Mortal Kombat theme song, bro. <laughs> but also, can we talk about how good that trailer looks, though, for the new Mortal yeah, Kombat no, huh? movie? That shit looks dope. Check out Gilgab. It's Gil me, Gab. my brother. Dude, they got to change the song to where it's like, Liu Kang. Sub Curtis Zero. Blades. Yes, oh, Curtis Blades. <laughs> hey, man. Fuck, dude. When people are Ruined trying to bit. set up the fucking punch like, it out cut through. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it like, right at the beginning, bro. I thought you were just going to sing the normal song, so I got to make sure. Like, my bad. I like, I like Alex's style of comedy. He goes punchline first, then he does the premise afterwards. Hey, yeah, what Mortal like, Kombat character would you be, Gil? Actually, uh, realistically, gonna, like, realistically, think I think all of us probably at one point thought we were Liu Kang, but then, like, we're like, oh, we want to be a ninja. So I'm going to go uh, Sub Zero is my guy, Bihan. Nick, who are you? I, I think. Uh, if I had to pick for Gilbert, I know you didn't ask me that, but I'm going to tell you if I had to pick for Gilbert, you'd be Goro. Because I think you could, like, we could fit your face on that dude's face and I it would look you. pretty good. I think it would, it would like, match up pretty well. I thought you going to say my foreskin was, like, the two other arms. <laughs> yeah, that too, actually. You beat me to it. Alex, I'm going to say, is uh, the, the centaur. What is that guy? 
Oh yeah, the centaur guy. The centaur. I think I feel we're saying we're. Yeah. Oh, I remember that guy actually. I, for, yeah, I totally yeah, forgot he's, about he's that. A, he's a boss. He's a boss in MK3. No, no, no. This, this is this is who I would be. You guys ready? This is one she, of my favorite characters, Baraka. Scott? Oh, yeah, King. you would be a Baraka because that fool's right pretty there. metal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, I like. Baraka. I think that guy listens to metal music, and that's Dude. that's right up your. Alley. I like Baraka, but like hey, the the I forgot about the centaur guy. I forgot him. that guy's cool. I remember him. The second one, right? When they like all travel through time, the second movie, and he's like yeah. there. Yep. That's the boss. And then the girl goes, she, The Screamer. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. Better name. Yeah, the purple lady. Mal- uh, Nick Malina. would definitely be Katana. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be Malina, bro. Nah, you're Katana. Katana, you think I'm Katana? <laughs> bro. Hey, I'm kind of fine then. Your body's dog. built. You probably know how to use two daggers, and <laughs> you're with a Salvadorian. And I'm like, sa, sa, sa. Also, who's cool is Nighthawk. Yeah, but that's like. Is that his name? Nighthawk? That's cultural appropriation. I think it's so Nightwolf. Really is it Nightwolf or the guy that like has like the pain on his face and like he like does? Dude, the, see yeah. how Alex almost did this and pulled his eyes back. I was like, dude, <laughs> like oh, like uh, he talk her like it is. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's Alex, okay. Geez, He's Nick bro. is Asian. It's okay. I know there's a lot of stuff happening right now in society. We're just making <laughs> light of the situation, even though we're Don't not. Don't fight anybody, dude. Let's go, uh, guys. Uh, Derek Lewis, uh, Curtis Blades. E- I don't know who you guys picked. Did you guys have? I think we might have all. We all picked Curtis. Curtis played because it almost. He was four I think, to one. Four to one. Not bro, underdog. what is this? Apparently, this was the largest upset on a main event in like yep. the, since like Luke Rockhold and uh, Michael yeah. Bisping. That's Luke crazy Cuckold. that Derek. They didn't even give Derek Lewis more respect on that. That's crazy. The guy has such knockout power. Uh, Dude, Alex, what do you think the situation was, and why did he get knocked out? So like. Yeah, I chose Curtis Blades. I didn't want Curtis Blades to win, but I thought he was going to just run through Derek Lewis. Like, I was like, kind of like, fuck, I didn't want this fight to happen. But I think, uh, I so I texted you guys this. I think watching him do this fight, I think Derek Lewis plays the best possum in Mex martial arts. Because I think that. Yeah. In Mexican martial arts, shout out Mexican martial arts. Um, but uh, because I, it seems like every fight where he he knocks these people out like crazy, there's some point in that fight where he's acting like he's super fucking hurt. And so what I think it does is it makes these people think like, oh, I can just strike with him. I'm piecing him up. Mm. This is easier than I thought. I think that's what Curtis Blades thought. Curtis Blades struck with him way longer than i expected the whole first round was all striking um and then he had curtis blade or he had you know Derek lewis kind of like running back and like slipping and shit so i think he came out that second round like oh i'm just gonna keep doing what i'm doing and striking and faking some takedowns or whatever like that and Derek lewis's game plan like he said was literally waiting to throw an uppercut so i mean he was waiting the whole fight to throw that one uppercut and he fucking finally did it. And the force of Curtis Blades going down, the force of Derek Lewis dipping and then coming up with that uppercut was so hard that he hit him right here with his hand. He didn't even punch him with this part of his hand. He hit him with this Jeez. and knocked him out. Like, it was a bad knockout. I don't think Curtis Blades ever been knocked out, knocked out. He usually just gets TKO'd if he loses by Francis Ngannou. Uh, that was the first time he went to, like, straight-up sleep, like, stiff. That was bad. That yeah. was a really bad yeah. KO. Nick, he looked, and then, uh, Curtis Blades looked pretty good first round. Yeah. He was moving yeah. for heavyweight, but, but then, like what Alex said, he got caught. Um, his, his hands looked good. His, his stand-up looked pretty good. Do you th- What do you think is the reason why he decided to shoot from that far when he was not doing that the first round? Was it because he uh, got an eye poke? Or uh, I don't know, man. I think I think he was kind of Derek Lewis talked about this in the post fight. 
and he was saying that he thinks that he wanted to stand with him in the first round to kind of get him comfortable. And the second round, that's when he would pretend to stand up a little bit more and then go for the takedown and be more aggressive with it. So I think that's what happened. But um, the reason why I think he landed that uppercut so well was because Curtis Blades didn't really set up that takedown very well. Like you talked about, Gil. Like he kind of just dove in. And I feel like for a guy like Derek Lewis, you got to, or or just any wrestler in general, you, before you take a shot with big, heavy punchers, you have to get them on the defensive. You have to get their hands up. You have to get them reacting to some sort of uh any strike up top so it makes it easier for you to get the takedown like that it just it's so much easier when you have a threat before the shot and and Derek Lewis stuffed his takedowns too he stuffed mm. a couple of his takedowns and man like Derek Lewis, Lewis is a different guy than 2 years ago mm. or even a year ago like he's completely different and he his 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 striking is almost better. It's more, it's a little tighter. It's uh, his he's shot so selection fast. is very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and on top of that too, it's like he's defending takedowns pretty well. Like the fact mm-hmm. that he didn't get subbed by Olenek, Olenek is yeah. pretty crazy. O- That's Oleski. Oleski. and Olenek had him like on the floor. He, he had, had him in, in positions, position. bad yeah. positions. Yeah. So I I feel like we're seeing a growth of Derek Lewis, and I don't think a lot of people thought he would be a contender at heavyweight, you know, or he'd always be kind of like up and down and up and down. But he's he's a real threat to the championship. He's a real problem, dude. He's a motherfucking. I was about to say that with honestly with DC out of the picture, he could possibly be champ. Derek Lewis, he hits that hard. And DC Please. made a good quote about it. He or a good statement. He said, everybody, he's like, I talked about how Derek Lewis is the hardest puncher. And he said, I had so much people talking like, oh, Nganu's number one. He's like, you guys must have forgot. When they fought, Nganu knows the power that was on the other side that it made him literally not strike. He's yeah. like, he's like, so it's either they're perfectly matched or Nganu knows that he hits, that the other guy hits harder than him. That's yeah. basically what he was saying. So, I mean, Derek Lewis, I would like to see them fight again. The only thing that I think that would over, uh, play over is, uh, I guess, um, Ngannou's athleticism. But, I mean, other than that, dude, Derek Lewis, I think, can be fucking champ, honestly, now so, with DC gone. Yeah, so let's jump on that. So, Alex, you're saying, I mean, I think we'd all want to see the Ngannou uh, fight again. I don't know if we want mm-hmm. that next or maybe see it as a championship fight, but... What do you guys, with the heavyweights where it is right now, you have Stipe fighting Nganu, right? Uh, that's going to be for the championship. And then there's also, you also have a John Jones in the picture. So that's yep. puts another wrench in it. Uh, yeah, it's hard. Do you that's give, Der- does Derek Lewis sit? I don't think he wants to sit. I think he wants to make money. I think he has fun doing mm. this. But then who do you give him if it's not the championship fight or a John Jones? Winner of Cyril Gain and uh, Rosenstrike. I think that's yeah. the next logical step, right? That, that makes yeah. sense to me too. He I said he see, wanted Alistair, but yeah, I think that's dumb. I don't know why he's trying to fight Alistair when Alistair's like, like six. I know he has beef, but like, Does he have here's beef? the thing. Yeah, apparently, yeah, Al- yeah. Alistair was talking shit about Derek Lewis back in the day. Like, but here's my thing: he just beat number two, so he's gonna take number two spot. So it goes Stipe Ngannou, Derek Lewis. Okay, my thing is this: it's like he either he either fights. Uh, Jones, or he fights the winner for the title. I don't think he takes any other fight, but honestly, I think they'll give him Jones to be straight up with you. Yeah, I think it's gonna be John Jones, Derek Lewis. That's a big sell because Derek Lewis is a big name. You know, my balls is hot, like he's huge, 
And then John Jones is, is coming out from light heavyweight as a champ. I think that's a big fight that they can make. I, I don't mind that fight. I just see it very hard sell to John Jones to not fight for a title. Like knowing him, yeah. he's like, I'm one, I'm fighting for the title. Give a fuck. Um, yeah, Nick, what do you think? Who do you think he takes next? I think he. It's either he waits for the title, but I don't think he's that guy, bro. Like I, I don't think because it, depending on what happens with Francis and and uh, and Stipe, it it's literally a toss up, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's so many different ways they can go with it. If Stipe wins. It's probably not going to be an easy fight for him. So he's probably going to take some time off. It's going to hold up the division again. Derek Lewis probably wants to fight, you know. And then if John Jones really is the next in line, then that might have some problems. So I think uh I think he might take on the fight between Cyril Gain and uh, Rosenstrike. Yeah, I think whoever sold, wins. You know? I think you sold me on that. I think that might be the next logical thing, especially after this weekend. I think yeah, uh, if, one if, of those guys will be put in promos a lot, and then that might yeah. help set up another fight night. Not a main card, or not a pay per view, but definitely yeah. a, uh, a UFC fight night. Um, guys, ah. Alex, welcome to the We Out Here Morning News at 7.56 p.m. First piece of news, TJ Dillashaw, he's a fighter if you didn't know, wants a title shot in his UFC return. The only man that receives a title shot on the UFC return is George St. Pierre. And if you're not from Canada and your name is George St. Pierre, you wait in line. Anyone has thoughts on that? What do you guys think? Give him a shot? Give him a... I think no. I think he needs to fight someone uh, that is a contender. Like maybe Corey Sandhagen, Rob Font, you know, uh... Literally anybody else because this dude is that guy. Whoa, watch your mouth. Bro. I mean, I love Rob Font's a killer, bro. Okay, He's a guys, killer you know at what I'm trying to say there's a difference between saying Figueredo and Rob Font. Okay, he should fight Cody Garbrandt. No, um, I think, dude, he got popped for two years for EPO. That's a big deal. That's a very big deal. So I think. That's a pretty big violation. I don't think he should get a title shot. I don't know. And it's almost crazy. It's almost crazy to think that he asked for that. But, you know, championship mindset. What are you going to do? You know, he's a winner, mm-hmm. that guy. So what do you want? Give me that. You want Rob Font? Is that what you want? This, this is what I feel like. I like you that. Hear- when you hear stories about TJ, like when he's at Team Alpha Male, like when people would get the better of him in training, he'd get pissed off and do like extra punches. That I mean, he fucked up that one guy's whole career because he kneed him in the back of the head because he was oh, mad uh, and shit. And he did it to that right? Japanese cat. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah. That all that type of shit. This, this shows me like, oh, this is, he's still the same person. He honestly feels like, oh, I should get a title shot immediately. It's like, bro, you literally just got popped. You admitted to taking EPO to cheat. You got popped for that. Why the fuck should you get a title shot right when you come back? You were cheating to get a title. So why Say would you get a title? You were cheating to get a fucking title. Why would you get that shot right back? Honestly, I think he should fucking fight three more fucking times. And he needs to pass every single fucking drug test before he gets to fight for that title again. Ooh, and that's what happens when you mess with Alex Lifgott Acosta. That's how Don't you. That's how you make. Do, hey, statement. here's the thing. Don't do drugs. I've done. I've done steroids. I've taken tests. Oh, okay. I know how much that shit helps. And he was taking EPO. That's like test is right here. EPO is like. 
up here. That bruh. shit's expensive too. That shit's expensive. Yeah, dude. So, and especially in a sport like this where uh, recovery and you know conditioning is huge, right? Him getting imagine, I I would not be surprised, dude. Uh, Cody Garbrandt made a tweet years ago before he got busted for EPO when TJ was just talking shit, and Cody says, uh, "Must be all that EPO fucking with your brain." This was like two years before he got busted for EPO, bro. So like they knew, Damn. they all knew what he was doing, bro. He's been taking that shit. If he wants to act like he wasn't, I don't give a fuck, bro. Bro, you did. And when it's blatant like that, when it's blatant like that, that's why I wasn't a fan of uh v- uh Vitor Belfort. Like I'm just like, bro, you guys are blatantly taking this shit to cheat. Yeah, see that he's saying Alex is. I don't know what that is. But he's doing this. I'm saying hi. Hey, hook me up with them drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a problem. But no, straight up, give a name then. Who should he fight? Not joking. I think he should fight like three more times. Not exaggerating. Who? Give him Rob Font and then give him fucking Corey Sanhagen and then give him Peter Yan and then he gets a five for the title. Or I love, how, I love how he says give him Peter Yan knowing he, it, Alex is mine. Al Jones yeah. is going to lose. Yeah. Al Jones about to be champ next weekend, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. I just, I just, it's blast, it's blasphemy, blasphemy, flabbergastation to me that he would just ask, say that he deserves the title shot right away. That's fucking insane. You know what is blasphemy I, I though? No, you, you know what's ridiculous though is getting bad sushi. Um, <laughs> Raphael Alves missed weight by historic 11.5 pounds due to food poisoning, obviously from the delicious salmon. Sushi. The, I think that dude started crying on the scale when he weighed yeah, he in. Did. That's Hold tough. Like, uh, I, I think I didn't see I'm the video sure, though. Has, and do you guys have any stories from uh, just food poisoning stories? Yes. Uh, yeah, dude, them. I have so many. Um, I got. I got, I, okay, go ahead, Alex. Uh, I just the last time I got sick was off of a spot called Zanku Chicken. <laughs> oh yeah, that's why uh, you hate that stuff. <laughs> fucking, I can't eat that type of food, which sucks because I used to. I was eating Zanku chicken like once a week. Good just chicken and rice and shit, bro. But I remember at the day before I got sick, I was sitting there chewing on the chicken, and literally in my head, I'm like, "This is super chewy." The chicken, I'm like, "This is like super chewy," and so I just fucking finished it all. I was sick for like four fucking days in a row, throwing up. I could nonstop throwing up all that shit like that. So, yeah. And then also, I got really sick off Chipotle. And I was <laughs> sick off Chipotle for a minute. And, uh, but I can't, lettuce? I can eat Chipotle again, but I can't eat uh, Zanku. Zanku makes me, even when I think about like the hummus and onions and shit, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, guess what? Uh, guys, if we reach a thousand subscribers, Alex has agreed to on camera eat Zanku chicken for the We Out Here family. Wow. It's going to be a lot. But I did go to. I went to that place with you guys. Remember Nick, the one right next to the old uh, tra- where we trained. Sahara. Sahara's great. Yeah, and Shout out I know, to but Zara, it's like the yeah. same style. But just in my head, like as I was eating it, my stomach was hurting. That's so I, it's just crazy. I, yeah. You got some trauma, here, bro. That's trauma, dog. That's food uh, trauma. The last time I got food poisoning was on Dang a cruise shit. ship when I was like twelve years old. But I, I didn't know if <laughs> I, I ate anything. So my mom thinks that I got food poisoning from scratching my or from putting a coconut in my butt. And then my somehow my hand touched my butt when I was putting the coconut in it for a bit, and then I picked up. You were doing coconut I, butt bits when you bro, were twelve t- years old. I would walk. Ahead of your time. I would I would put a towel over my body, take my pants off, put a coconut and grip it, and then let go of it and be like, "Oh, I shared a coconut in front of my aunt." She's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" 
And I think during that time, I would put my hand on my ass and I grabbed food. So I, basically, I'm trying to say is I got food poisoning from eating my shit. From eating shit, yeah. So you know what? Joke's on me. Jokes. That's pretty. That, on that was worth it, though. I could just picture. I could just picture Gilbert twelve because he probably looks exactly the same as he did now, <laughs> and he's like he look. He's walking like he has a heavy ass diaper on because the coconut is under the towel and shit. He's like, oh god, my my diaper. Look at my coconut. Why am I talking like that, bro? Dude, you love butt jokes, huh? What's up with that, bro? Dude, well, I was like, I was gonna be sick one day. Bits. I'm gonna be known as Gilbert's in the future. That's what I was thinking my whole mind. Uh, oh, Nick, you I feel like you eat perfect, and you're a perfect specimen no. for sevens, so you never get sick. No, I, I got food poisoning. I, I fought a guy that uh, my my last amateur MMA fight, I lost to this gentleman. He came in 10 pounds overweight. He didn't even try to make weight. Jeez. Same day weigh-ins, too. What a fuck, that, huh? What a fuck. You, what a fat call, fuck. That's what you call a coach that doesn't really watch his fighters. That's Nick. Uh, guys, <laughs> Kevin Lee wants to fight Tony Ferguson in a rematch for the summer. And guess what? Your boy kind of likes that because uh, Kevin Lee's got a shot now. He's got a chance. Uh, yeah. Nick, what do you think? I think that's a great call-out because that is very interesting. But it just sucks because... If he beats a Tony Ferguson that's on a two-fight losing streak, it's like, all right, then. Okay. <laughs> I, I still think it has value, especially for Lee, who's coming off a couple of losses. And he's – I think it'll still be a good name. He needs that for – yeah, Lee, Lee needs that for him, but it's also going to be one of those fights for, like, in the context of the rest of the division. It, it kind of is like, ah, oh, man, that sucks. But I think right now what's most important for Kevin Lee is him getting a W, and I think that's a very realistic W – Against someone he had some good success on when he fought. And he fought with the staff section, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Alex, do you like that? Does that make sense uh, in your mind as well? I don't like it. Here's why. He hates Kevin Lee. Oh, shit. He's like, he should fight Gregor Gillespie again. Here's here's my thing with Kevin Lee. For me, what I've seen Kevin Lee in fights uh, is, is a lot of it's mental. Like when shit's not going his way. You, he wears it a lot, and that's when he loses these fights. So for me, for him to fight someone like Tony who's beat him, I just feel like mentally if the fight starts not going immediately his way, it might not be good for him. I think Kevin Lee should maybe take someone else for his – I think he needs to get a win. And Tony Ferguson, you know, he's been looking weird right now, but Tony Ferguson is still Tony Ferguson and can come back. So it's like yeah. – uh, I think smarter move for Kevin Lee is take someone like in the top 15 and just fight someone there and win a fight and then get like, you know, get a momentum going. But Tony Ferguson, even though I think he's calling him out because he's on a two fight losing streak. And like what Nick said, if he beats him, it's like, OK, you're getting a two fight losing streak, Tony. But oh. Tony's still well, a fucking actually, fight, bro. Yeah, no, I actually I take back what I said after hearing Alex's point. Tony Ferguson is a tough fight across the board because I forgot how like, yeah, he lost to Charles Oliveira, but he also showed a lot of heart and, and grit in that fight. And I forgot that Tony Ferguson's ranked number five. So that's a big deal. If, if Kevin Lee, he's ranked number 12, if he could beat Tony Ferguson, that's going to be, and he makes it look decisive. He could be, he could be in title talks, you know? So I take everything back. I said, forget what I said. I'm a flip flopper. Okay. Okay. Uh, guys, <laughs> let's do our quick pick picks with Alex Lefkada Costa and Nick the Ear. Our main event, we talked about these two names already. We have Rosenstruck versus Gain. Um, who do you guys like? Uh, Alex, you first. I got Jarzinho. 
Uh, why do you have him Pretty over uh, Gain? I mean, look, you have two. You have two kickboxers, right? Uh, yeah. Very. De- I mean, I think Gain actually has never lost uh, a kickboxing fight. Or an and Jarzinho's kickboxing record was insane too. Interesting. So why mm-hmm. do you think he has advantage insane. over Gain? Uh, power. Think mm-hmm. he's gonna knock him out. To be straight up with you. Uh, yeah, Rosenstruck's good. I think he's a little slept on. I think Rosenstruck's a little bit of a slow starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Uh, I don't know. Cyril Gain is just like, for some reason, like his fights, he's won some good fights, but they've never like, I'm never like, seen. oh, fuck. Yeah. Like never it's seen, never been that way. You never thought never he was a problem. Mm. Exactly. Mm. So, um, but I think Rosenstruck has fought some really good people. He's had a really good experience with these people. I think he knocks out Cyril Gain, gone, Gainey, Gainey, gone, whatever. There's so many ways to say it. Uh, Gane. Who you got in this one, Nick? I'm going to go Rosenstrike as well. I just think um, for the heavyweight division, I think it'd be better if he won because I think the matchups are cooler with him in the mix. And sir, once again, like going back, me and Alex are always on the same page. You fuck, you fuck. Um, with Cyril Gain, like he's he's really good, but he's also like one of those guys where I'm like, eh, I'd rather see Tom Aspinall fight. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, My personal opinion. Guess what? What about you, Gil? Yeah, what about you, Gil? Since uh, every time you guys are on the same page, Cyril Gain. You guys are both on the same page the wrong time all the time. So I'm gonna go with Gain because Gain trans. He's probably gonna win, dude. He's probably gonna win. uh, The only reason is I still think Rosenstreich is much more technical and he has better head movement and just the way his footwork. He reminds me of Nick, that guy you actually trained, that black dude that's like bigger but Brian Barry. Dude, he reminds me. I don't know. Why, sorry, I'm comparing you, Rosenstruck, to Brian Perry, but Brian Perry, it's that same. Like, I look at this guy, I'm like, ah, no way. And boom, the guy's moving all over the place. He's got great mm-hmm. footwork. But, Gain, man, I think just the length. Honestly, I think he's still a good uh, kickboxer, and I think he's going to use that length. Um, and he's Anthony Joshua as well. So, they look exactly the same. Uh, <laughs> Co main event. Uh, we have Krilov versus Ankilov. Oh, bro, you already know. You already know, I know what I know time it is. It's Ankalaev, okay, future Wait. fucking contender and pos- possibly one 205, 205 champ. Possibly like a dude. problem? Possibly a problem. For no, sure. He's, he's a, a problem. problem. He a problem, dude. Okay. Okay. Kutilaba, right. bro? Come on, bro. Remember hey, with uh, twice, with, uh with hey, with Jones out, uh Ankalaev is probably he's he's champ material, baby. Hey, for real, he going to the top, and he's he's from Dagestan or Russia, I think. Yeah, oh, bro. and he looks like he they looks like that bro. Abraham Lincoln, but just like with a sharper face, bro. Yeah, I mean, and sharper he, is deadlier. Yeah, hey guys, and that's the kind Logic. of girls, that's the kind of girls Alex likes. If you got that sharp Abe Lincoln face, mm, hit your Ooh, boy up, Papa hey, like man, uh, <laughs> Wait, so wait, would you even say Uncle Love? Let's say he wins this, and let's say okay, title shot. And let's say Izzy wins. You think, or even any of the uh, Izzy or uh, what's her boy's name? Uh, Jan Blokovic. Polish power. Blokovic. Uh Do you think Ankalov can beat any of those guys? Mm-hmm. Wow. Maybe not. It, uh, I'm, trying actually, how, I'm trying to see how high you guys are on him, so people know. Like, oh, this bro, is Ankalov is. He's a big dude too, bro. He's big, so and he's I think clean, bro. Yeah, he's bro. clean. He's hellish. He's super technical. And he comes like very rarely, actually not rarely, but he comes from a culture, a fighting culture. You know what I mean? And you got to put those guys like they're just different. They're so different. So you got to put some some stock in uh, 
any guy's name with Magomed, you know, or Ankalaev. You know what, guys? I think I'm going to join team on the same page. I'm going with Ankalaev, even though, you know, Nikita, he's got those, he got a hook kick. He's got one hook kick. Yeah, but he also has weird hair, so it's like, all right. You know what, Alex? That's the point that's going to switch you to Ankalaev. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, Guys, we have De La Rosa versus Silva. Take your pick now, quick, and Alex, go. Della Rosa, she has a really good background in wrestling. I think she just takes her down, beats her up, fucks her up, suck. Uh, yeah. Suck. Uh, that was weird. Nick, you let's transition <laughs> immediately after that weird comment. I'm going to go Myra Bueno Silva because bueno means good. And I'm going to go with Myra. There we go. I'm going to go let's with Nick. Let's go. Thank you, Nick, for that. I'm going to go with Bueno Silva because bueno means good. Uh, we have Pedro Munoz, Nick's favorite fighter, and Jimmy Rivera. Uh, as I believe, uh, Munoz we chose this two, fight. Yeah. Munoz <laughs> on a two-fight losing streak, and he f- lost against Edgar. And Nick shit on him for five years. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Jimmy Rivera on this. Uh, Nick, I'm wow, go you went Rivera. Pedro Munoz last time. I know, and he, I, I was wrong. <laughs> so I'm, going with I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jimmy Rivera. I think. Well, no uh, one was wrong because the fight got scrapped, bro. We just went over this fight because it was supposed to happen like two weekends ago, and then I got think scrapped. Jimmy. I think Jimmy's a little more technical, and he could he could put it together a little tighter than Pedro. Pedro's a little wild. And the only reason I'm picking Jimmy, even though I had Pedro last time I picked this, <laughs> is because you know, as you as time passes, we all grow. Yeah, well, uh, sure. <laughs> all right, Alex, go ahead. I got Jim. I still got Jimmy. Jimmy wins. I, I think I picked Pedro last time. I think I picked Pedro I picked. because Nick said Pedro and he said something really uh, funny about that. Me. So I'm switching to Jimmy. Guys, this is a real MMA show where we really know what we're talking about. And Pedro uh, Munoz has an H where it doesn't belong. So I'm going to go with Jimmy Rivera. I think it's Jaime Rivera, but whatever. Uh, we have Angela Hill versus Ashley Yoder. I know Alex is going to say Angela Hill. It's one of his favorite fighters, so we don't need his pick. And then Nick, who do you got? I'm going Angela Hill. Of course you are. And guess what? I'm going I'm, uh, I'm going, going I'm going Ashley Yoder by robbery because for some reason they always fucking rob Angela Hill. That's so Even true. She, went, she wins all these fights and they fucking rob her every single time, bro. bro. Didn't she like? Couldn't she? Couldn't you argue that she won the last two fights, bro? She's bro. Lo- she beat Carla. She beat she beat all those fucking people, bro. She beat it's Carla. Insane. She beat uh, Cl- Claudia. 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 Cl- yeah, Claudia. She yeah. beat the Cl- fuck Cl- out of Claudia, bro. Uh, it just makes me so mad. I think I want Angela Hill to win, but if it goes to decision, bro, I, I'm like, fuck. Let's see if they right. fucking rob her again. But I think the, Angela wins. Here's the silver lining of Angela Hill and why I also like her. I think she's a great commentator. They need more female commentators, and I think she's pretty good. So yeah, let her great. win, judges. Or or Angela, just get the knockout, please. Yeah, please. Uh, Alice Carceres uh, versus Kevin. First time in the UFC, Chrome, but not Chrome Gracie. It's Chrome. Uh, Is I'm it Chrome go or Chrome? Kroom, it's probably Kroom. Uh, I'm going with uh, my favorite fighter in the entire world on UFC 3 EA. I'm going to go with Alex Caceres because he's Bruce wow. Lee in life. Wow, 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 wow. Alex, who wow. you got? I'm going Alex Caceres because the other guy's nickname is the hard-hitting hillbilly. Gross. So, Nick? I got Alex Caceres. Um, <laughs> I was actually going to pick him for that reason, but uh, I think Caceres is a, a I think he's going to be the better fighter. So I'm going to go Caceres. And he yeah. likes Bruce Lee. And they have similar records. They have the same amount of losses. They're both uh, 12 losses. Both. Of them. My, my gut is saying 
we're both gonna, we're all going to be wrong on this. Like Kevin's yeah. like, the reason the fi- the matchmakers found him or putting him in the UFC is probably some sick fighter in the regional scene. You know, I think they're <laughs> just trying to fill in a spot because that guy. It's not like he has like a good ass record. I mean, yeah, but Casera is like, why would they give him? Nobody. They got. He's a name, and he's well also- because I think he's just you know he's just a fighter, and they just they have to they have to give him fights for his contract. So I'm sure they're just like whatever. Here's this he guy. fought in the UFC though. I think he fought the against. No, nah, that fool fought against Roosevelt Roberts. All right, He's are, are we just guy. naming presidents now? Oh yeah, Roosevelt Roberts. Did he beat him? He beat I think him, he right? did. I think I think it got overturned though because I looked at it, but he did catch him in a guillotine or something, a standing guillotine, and he I beat see, him. See. And Roosevelt Roberts is legit. He's I really good. See. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, guys, those are our picks. I uh, those picks help you. Uh, they sure. Will I want Kroom. I'm changing mine. Kroom. Sorry, All right, he changes the Kroom. Rams and Broom. Uh, Nick. <laughs> Uh, we also have some fan questions and also just fan comments. Uh, Nick, where did you get these comments from? Uh, Instagram. Abnormal ah, So that every week. You... Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, hey, can I go ahead? Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I just saw that. So funny. Guys, welcome quick. to our new segment. It's called Go Ahead with Nick <laughs> the Ear. Hey, tell me why. Hey, when did, Tiff, when did Tiff do the shit for Google, bro? <laughs> Damn, bro! Why you guys saying it about my girl, dog? Dude, that looks hey, like Tiff. That's, that's Nick. Hey, that's Nick. Your mouth, that's bro. Nick's, Nick's wife is a Google model, so bro. Nah, she her, that looks a lot like Tiff, actually. Are you talking about Zitkala Sa? Because that's is that what, what is that what that is? is? And she's but, uh, a writer, and she her birth name is Gertrude Simmons. But also ruining the transition to this new segment. My bad. Yeah, I saw. Also, I looked real quick. I was look, like. Like, that, that doesn't it? look like my wife, so <laughs> I'm gonna fight you next time I see you. But also, it, Alex, done like so, bro. organize your desktop. You have three files just floating in the desktop. No, I don't. Mm, yeah, do I? Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, guys, we're gonna do some fan questions uh, that we received from Instagram. Uh, Nick has curated some of our favorite We Out Here uh, family members who have some questions. So we're gonna get them right now. Uh, our first question comes from Power or uh, at Power Vanger. Do you guys think Cody Garbrandt can be champ again? Alex, we'll start with you. Yes or no? Uh, I, I I believe so. I think it's a hard. It's hard. But I believe that he can be champion. I don't know. These like Aljo, Peter Young, Corey Sanhagen, those people at the top are like hard. Like they're really good fights, fighters. So it's kind of just like, ooh, it's a little tough right now. But I think he can. Uh, I think Cody Garbrandt can be champion again. I like him at 125. Listening to him talk to Rogan about just all his health complications, how he's overcoming that, and how um, he really doesn't have to cut that much weight. Uh, I think he, the guy's pumped. He's excited. He's been sitting out a lot. I think he's... He has the tools to be the 125 champion, especially if he can just get boosted to that position right away and fight Figueredo. Uh, Nick, what do you think? Same answer as Gilbert. But at 135, I think he has a good shot as well. I think um, if he continues to fight the way that he has been and he starts, he keeps staying composed, I think there's nobody that could stand in his way. I think if he stays composed and he doesn't, you know, throw caution to the wind, I think he can knock out anybody. He's a problem. Anybody. Uh, um, our next question from IG comes from at Stavo Gold. Who would you guys want to see in the new tough season? Uh, that's a great question. Right now, there's been many talks of 
Uh, I think Jorge Masvidal being put in there either with Kobe or Kumar Usman, but we don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, but let's just play fantasy. Fantasy tough champion draft. Uh, Nick, go first. Which two fighters? And explain to me why. You know, actually, you both pitch to me as the executive of tough. Go. Okay. My name is Charles Mike. Xavier. Hey, Charles Xavier. Um, nice wheelchair. Ah, um, I want to propose to you. Small penis. I can sense it. <laughs> Yeah, that's not how he talks, though. You know, no, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good Charles Xavier. I have an audition tomorrow, Alex. Don't hurt me right now. I'm a soft. Yeah, you auditioning for a Charles Xavier or whatever? (laughs) Why is this guy in here? Also, Scott, how are you? It's me, Charles Xavier. Uh, Go ahead, pitch to me. Michael Perry and Darren Darren Till, bro. What's a more fire tough? fighting coach season than that okay that'd be great i, I like it's not in the same weight class anymore though not, well same like like how they did connor and Arya faber like that was yeah. great that was just two people that were really funny and they, they did well together um go ahead alex your turn no I wait as wait as the executive your pitch was really short and i'll give you notes later alex we'd love to hear from you <laughs> next I feel like if you want to make a tough season that grabs everybody's attention. I'm that listening. Has, that has drama. <gasps> that has a backstory. Who is this guy? He's crazy. I don't want to I don't want none of that. I don't want huh? none of that. You sign up Colby Cummington <gasps> and Jorge Masvidal. Ex-teammates, ex-roommates. Wow. Same weight class. They're ranked right next to each other. They need Why to Why you gotta fight. say same weight class? Why you gotta take shots at me, bro? Same same weight. They're not different weight classes like the other people. They're you know what I'm saying? Like so the other people. But honestly, I feel like and if you want to see something with shit talk, like that's gonna be drama filled, like how like Cody and TJ were, you do I mean, even Kamaru Usman and, and Jorge, but Jorge and Colby because they lived together, Jorge let him live with him and mm. you know, they fuck bitches together. They made money together. <laughs> they trained together. They ran Sir, I'm gonna stop you right there. I fucking love your pitch. Welcome to the X Men Mansion. Uh, can I have a rebuttal? Can I have a rebuttal? I didn't know Bane was part of. Yeah, I love your pitch. I was born in the dark. Uh, can I can I have another one? Another fantasy one? No, you're done. You, you, real you quick, chose, real, just just real no. Quick. Here's I'm your here's your notes. Let me give you your notes. I, like I see where hair. you're going with that, <laughs> but let me tell you what, buddy. Literally, all the promo for that that happened on IG Live, we can't use on TV because of the stuff they said. So, Alex, you win the pitch. We're using the Trump supporters. John Jones, Israel Asanya. Okay, that's good. But that's pretty. That's pretty good, though. That's hey, John Jones, Derek Lewis, though. Oh, <laughs> oh, just Derek Lewis solo show where he puts people just by himself. He's like Shao Kahn. He's, he and every and the opening song for the Ultimate Fighter is Fat Pat or whatever the fuck his song yeah. that he walks out. Yeah, to. that's hey, that song slaps. I love that song, guys. Our next question comes from the show noon asked for show no it? one asked for the show no one asked for. Uh, who's the greatest to ever do it? Habib. Oh, Alex, would you like to mix it up or are we gonna be boring like Nick? I mean, well, you have to answer the the answer honestly, and the honest answer is, is Derek Lewis. Grabby. Hey, but Derek uh, Lewis is, is is he has had a phenomenal run in the UFC. When he started in the UFC, everybody was like, "Man, this dude ain't gonna be nothing," uh-huh. because he was literally learning on the job. And now look at him. Look at him. You would train thirty minutes a day. 
Yeah, like for real. And he would <laughs> talk about it openly and just be like, he really didn't give a fuck, bro. He just went out there and just fought anybody. So that Imagine training 12 weeks, your hardest, bro. Like you're fucking putting work in day in, day out. And you go in there and just get fucking put to sleep by someone that trained 30 minutes, like three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think you guys. Like, hey, I think you guys have great answers. And keep in mind, the question was, who is the greatest to ever do it? You could have taken that Abib. question anywhere. I see what you guys are saying, but I think I my answer fits the whole question correctly, and it's Conor McGregor. And here's why: oh. who has the most pay per view number one spot? Who's made oh. the most money in the UFC? Habib, who, who and Conor, who transcends the UFC, the where he's able to make money outside of the sport. Who brought more eyes to the sport that are not mm -hmm. just people from Russia? Who changed the game? Ready? The way Ready? Steph Curry, what? the what way Steph Curry changed the NBA, the NBA with is three the pointers? way Conor changed the UFC. Why are all and fighters? Why are all fighters calling out people now and their posts? Who's why doing do double divisions now? Hey, ready, ready, so ready, who ready, wears ready, ready. Suit? Why do fighters wear suits to post-fight press conference? Hey, Verdum, ready? Ready? I'm gonna need you to stop Very that true. face, Verdum. Ready, Irish five million. Russia, 150 million. 150 million, million brother. He brought 5 million. He, <laughs> Russia, Habib brought 150 million, bro. And guess who was also on that card that got the highest pay-per-view count for UFC? It was Habib Nurmagomedov, baby. Turn me up. Very true, very go. true, very true. Very but true. Does I Habib still think own wrong. whiskey? That's all. He owns brother, MMA. He don't drink, brother. Brother, he does, don't drink, brother. He don't drink, brother. Does Habib fight? Mayweather, a dumb fight, but did he make he convince a boxer to fight him and make that is money? crazy, bro? Connor being able he, to fight Floyd he, Mayweather, he, he took a fishing crazy. line, put it out there, and said, "I'm gonna catch Floyd," and he did. Floyd fell for the dumbest trick in the book. And now look at Floyd; he's been ever since he fought Conor McGregor. All he's doing is trying to fight literally anybody that doesn't really box that much. <laughs> exactly. That's my rest, my case. I think we'll leave that up. And to the also, audience. can I can I say one more thing? The letter is about to the end. Influencer, it. no, the the influencer <laughs> boxing game is probably because of Conor McGregor as well. Kind so of. That's that's kind also of. kind of crazy. Hey, but I, I, uh, at least Dustin's gonna beat him again. <laughs> he might. He very well might. I think. Guys, we have our another question. Let's wrap this up quickly. From Patrick T. Riley from the Big Mad Podcast. Food if guess. Guillermo is traveling 60 miles per hour and Kat is traveling 36 miles per hour, how do we tell if Guillermo is gay? And I'll answer that right now because I think you're insensitive, Patrick T. Riley. I hope you get canceled. I think we shouldn't care about Guillermo's sexuality because he's just like everyone else. Patrick T. Riley, how dare you? Anyone have any comments on that? We same should ask answer. For yeah, same answer. And we should ask for the pronouns before. So yeah, just so Patrick T. Everyone hit up Pat, at Patrick T. Riley and cause him some trouble. And <laughs> <laughs> at MMA King Jordan 29, our friend, our silver medalist, is that correct? On the podium? Silver, yeah. Silver, he's going to get gold next time. He has a question for us. Do you think John Jones has trouble dealing with bigger, stronger heavyweights? I will say maybe. Alex? <laughs> um, going based off of just like listening Statistics? to Brendan, Brendan Schaub and them that Whoa. trained with him in you their heavyweights. Uh yeah, shout out my really good friend Brendan Shop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they said, I mean, he was saying like he works those heavyweights in the gym and shit, bro. Uh, John Jones isn't small either. Like he's not small. His his calves are small, but I mean, he's a big dude. He has a huge back. 
huge reach. I don't think so. I think he uh, I think he does pretty well at heavyweight until the fights, honestly, that I really want to see is like him against Nganu or him against Derek Lewis, the people that put people to sleep with a, by touching you. I want to see him fight those mm. people. Okay, touching. Interesting. Nick? Yeah, they touch you and you just fucking hey, go hey. night nights. You go memes. I think John Jones is going to touch everybody in the heavyweight division. Oh, and um, I think he's going to have more problems with some than others. Cool. Could have said maybe, just like me. Could have kept it going. <laughs> maybe. Guys, get up for Nick. Still learning how to condense his Speak English. <laughs> Speaks great English. But he's getting there really well. Guys, Speak English. That is our show. And guess what? That was our first time doing fan questions. I guess I might want to just even do a show where we only answer questions. That was really fun. Oh, you guys shit. add so much to the show. We love you. Uh, like Nick you. said, he'll be uh, prompting on the stories or on the posts for you guys to give us questions, and we will answer them. Uh, Alex, where can we follow you? Uh, L I F F G O D D on absolutely everything, Nick. including Twitch, baby. Come through, sh- see your boy play video games. Nick, where can we follow you? Nick the ear on everything. Thank you very much, guys. You can follow me at Gilbert's. And uh, one more thing before we go is announcing right here we are next week doing a live stream. You live stream, we just want to confirm you guys are going to be there, right? Yeah, you guys coming. Coming, we're yeah, all gonna be coming. there. We're gonna be there. Uh, we'll send you some information throughout next week. Make sure you follow us on social media at We Out Here MMA. We're gonna have guests on the live stream. We'll have some drop ins. We'll have some drop outs. Uh, we may do a giveaway. I'll drop out. We might play some games in between the fights. And we actually know what? We actually might invite some of you with us between the fights. So make sure you stay on there to find out how you can jump on board with us and chit chat a bit. We'll learn more about you. And uh, you know, maybe Nick can. Uh, Teach us some jujitsu via online. Let's not do that. That sounds like a terrible idea during a fight. With my wife that doesn't look like that woman that Alex pointed out earlier. Okay. Exactly. And that's all I'll say. That is our show. Moving like a